the possibility that here I was getting, you know, these mysterious drugs that could potentially be that valuable sent tingles down my spine. He logged on and it said the Silk Road and I think it had the camel and so you saw this page and it had like the most popular items and there'd be like MDMA and marijuana weed or maybe some crystal meth and some Xanax pills and some black tar heroin really took a while to figure out you know the logistics and the technology of it all it was not like point and click you know but I spent a couple months like just exploring and tooling around and I like the fact that nobody really else knew about it you know like it was like this little hidden secret world that was you know existed like going down the rabbit hole on the matrix it just blew me away Oh my, this exists for real? I first heard the name Brandon Hubbard back in 2017 in a news story about a guy from Portland, Oregon who claimed to be the biggest illicit fentanyl dealer in the United States. Brandon sold fentanyl linked to at least 12 overdoses, four of them fatal. When I decided to write Brandon a letter in prison, I kind of expected to be ignored. But he wrote me back, and we've been talking off and on for almost three years. How do I fucking... What, what, what's happening? What's the issue here? Why is it not ringing on here? Hello? This is a collect call from... From the county jail. Calls are subject to monitoring and recording. To accept the call, dial zero. Hello? Hey, Brandon. What's up, man? You've probably heard the word fentanyl at some point over the last few years. This is fentanyl. Most of those deaths were indeed from fentanyl. If anything can be likened to a weapon of mass destruction or what it does to a community, it's fentanyl. fentanyl. It's an opioid, but it's different than other opioids like morphine or heroin, which are made from poppy plants. Fentanyl is totally synthetic, created from chemicals in a lab. It has long been used in hospitals during surgery and for severe pain but it's also the ideal illicit drug. It's an odorless white powder, which is perfect for smuggling. It also blends easily into heroin, and that's part of what makes fentanyl so dangerous. Users often have no idea what they're taking, and it's really strong. 50 times, 50 more, times, po- 50 stronger, times more, more powerful than heroin. About 50 times stronger than heroin. And 100 times stronger than morphine. Roughly about 100 times stronger than morphine. And that's just regular fentanyl. There are dozens of different varieties, like furanyl fentanyl, acetyl fentanyl. And then you've got carfentanyl, which is 100 times stronger than fentanyl. It's a substance generally used to tranquilize elephants. Carfentanyl is a serial killer on anabolic steroids firing a 50 caliber machine gun. Fentanyl is the latest chapter of a story that's been going on for over two decades now. 
We call it an opioid crisis, but it's really an overdose crisis. New CDC research shows fentanyl is now the most common drug involved in drug overdose deaths in the United States. And it's the new boogeyman used to scare people into supporting the war on drugs. Five kilos of fentanyl has enough potency to kill nearly two million people. We've all heard the phrase opioid epidemic so often in the last few years, it started to lose meaning especially now that we're in a pandemic. In just four months, the coronavirus killed more than twice as many Americans as fentanyl did all of last year. And the pandemic is actually making the fentanyl problem worse. People are still becoming addicted. People in recovery are finding it more challenging than ever to stay sober. Experts predict there will be more overdoses. The numbers are already going up in a bunch of places. Last fall, Brandon called me from jail in North Dakota. He's there because one of the people who overdosed on fentanyl he sold was from the city of Grand Forks. My name is Brandon Cord Hubbard. I was convicted of distribution of fentanyl resulting in serious bodily injury or death, uh, conspiracy to distribute heroin and fentanyl resulting in serious bodily injury or death, and money laundering. And I was sentenced to life in federal prison. Brandon pled guilty to federal drug charges and got a life sentence. Bailey Hankey had just been found dead inside this Grand Forks apartment building. One of the teenagers who overdosed from Brandon Hubbard's fentanyl was named Bailey Hankey. He was one of over 52,000 Americans who died from a drug overdose in 2015. It's a case like no other. But Bailey's story got a lot more attention than most of those other deaths. What started as a death investigation here in the Valley would lead detectives overseas. Originally, 12 people were charged. Then a bombshell from prosecutors. Nine more arrests. The DEA eventually traced the fentanyl that killed Bailey all the way back to its source. And for the first time in U.S. history, a Chinese manufacturer busted for allegedly supplying the deadly dose to Bailey. Not just to Brandon, but all the way back to where it originated, in China. The more I learned about Brandon's case, the more it seemed like a window into the global fentanyl trade. And I had a lot of questions. How do you become a major fentanyl dealer on the dark web? How did he get his drugs? And how did he smuggle stuff around the country? We have a sign system So my producer Jesse Alejandro Cottrell and I started tracing the supply chain. We went to China to track down some of the dealers sending fentanyl overseas. This is not how I thought our night was going to go. Guy on signal offered to teach us how to make fentanyl with some basic chemicals. And we went to Mexico to meet cartel members mixing fentanyl with heroin and sending it to the U.S. Hydrochloric acid, nothing to fuck with. A los gringos les gusta fuerte. <laughs> so the gringos like it strong. But the thing is, the farther we traveled, the more questions we had about what's going on here in the U.S. Because the story of this crisis is so much more than just the fentanyl supply chain. This opioid epidemic is not something that just started. It's been going on since the 90s. And it started with marginalized communities, right? So black, brown folks. We've been screaming this for many a years. Now all of a sudden y'all want to say something. 
In the U.S., the fatal overdose rate is more than three times higher on average than other high-income countries. So we want to know not just how people get fentanyl, but why they're using it in the first place. This is the story of one drug and the people who use it and sell it. The people who need it for medicine. The ones who were addicted. The ones who were dying. And the ones who were fighting back and trying to find a way out. I'm Keegan Hamilton, and this is Painkiller, America's Fentanyl Crisis. <laughs> 